Thanks for checking out the Bridge Podcast. It's not a mistake you found us. We pray God speaks to you today. Check us out Sundays at 10.30 a.m. For more information, go to sfbridge.org. What's going on, everybody? Good morning, good morning. And uh, hey, I just want to say welcome to the Bridge Church, man, online. And oh my gosh, I missed your face so much. I wish we could be together. And uh, hopefully soon uh, we can be hanging out together again. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that. In fact, yesterday I was at Menards and I saw a couple of you. And, uh, you know, you gave me a big hug and we got stared at. And, you know, that is what it is. And uh, I'm just glad that you're joining us. And uh, I just want to say, Welcome uh, to everyone who's online this morning, and uh, it's kind of a crappy weather outside right now, and uh, just want to say it's nice wherever you're at. I pray that you're doing well, and if you need anything, please reach out. If any of you are new, we just want to say welcome as well. And so, hey, I'm going to pray, and we're going to dive into a message that I have for you uh, today, and uh, and then Pastor Derek's going to close us up uh, here in a little bit. He's going to come on up and give a couple announcements here, and just a little bit. So uh, stay with us uh, this morning. Uh, Make sure you stay with this message the whole time because I guarantee that I'm going to be talking to every single one of you this morning. If you're frustrated with the world situation right now, uh, you're going to love today's message. So let's pray. God, I pray for every person that can hear my voice right now that you would just transcend, uh, Lord, this physical location into their hearts, wherever people are right now, whether they're watching live or later on whatever platform they might be on. This morning, have your way in our hearts, have your way uh, in our spirits and in our soul today. We pray in Jesus' name, and I said, amen. Uh, amen. Hey, Pastor Derek's here recording, and so, uh, uh, and uh, we got some, one other person, Bethany, in the house as well today. So we got three of us here, and we're uh, more than two are gathered. He's with us, and we know he's been with us every Sunday. You know, last Sunday, I really talked about kindness and how you and I are meant to be the salt of the earth. In fact, we're to add flavor to other people and and we're called to continue to just shout out kindness on on people. And so it was kind of that lovey-dovey message, you know, for some of you. And and I know I needed to hear it because not all the time are the words out of my mouth, the kindness that I want to display all the time. And maybe it is for you, uh, but I know for some people it just needs to be that kindness. Well, I kind of want to shift today and do a complete 180. We talked about kindness, but there's another uh, emotion deep down that I believe we all go through that I really want to talk about. And so um, I'm going to put on your screen here. We're not going to put it up here today, but I'm going to put it on for you here in just a moment. And and I'm just going to show you a few things here uh, that, that we get frustrated about or maybe a little bit ticked off. I don't know what emotions rise up in you, but let's take a look at this first one right here. So we've got the White House, and uh, we, we all just love what the government is doing, and we're so grateful, and none of us have had any issues about it in the last two months, right? You're all just, yay, we love our government, right? That's how you feel deep down inside. Come on, we're being real today. How about this next one? Um, people playing cards, and uh, I don't know about you, but when I am playing cards, for those of you that play games with me, I am extremely competitive, and when somebody starts to beat me, it's like game on, man. In fact, today, I've only been beaten by one person, not in cards, but one person in my entire life, and that's in my favorite sport ever ball, the sport of sports, tetherball. 
That's right. That's right. right. Third one. How about this? Business is being shut down. Are you happy about it? I'm not. And here's why. You know, I sit here and I'm going to be... The the gloves are off here today. Uh, You know, I sit here today uh, with three of us in the church right now. While you're at home in your PJs. I dressed up for you. You're welcome. And uh, I even shaved for you today. But we... Derek did as well. He wants you to know. Uh, He doesn't have to shave but once a year. A big sacrifice on his end. But here we are. We're open. I'm a little frustrated certain essential businesses are open. I'm glad that they are. But I wish we were too. I didn't know that a church wasn't essential, but a candy store was. This was my opinion. Um, let's look at this next one. What about child abuse? How many of you get angry or upset when you see this happening, or you hear about it happening? A lot of you work in the social realm, and, and you see this on a day-to-day basis. And, and I don't know about you, but this breaks my heart, and it gets angry, because I want justice to be done for those that, are, you know, that can't fight for themselves. It angers me. Uh, what about job loss? I know a lot of you have gone through that. Now, praise God, this week I heard some praise reports of some people that got even better jobs than they had before, so I'm celebrating with you. But we still have some that have lost jobs, and those, maybe you're angry for the way that it was handled. Maybe you're, you're still frustrated, you're ticked off. And, and In fact, right now, I kind of want you to be, and we'll come back to that in a little bit. Uh, maybe you've gone to the store, and it's been out of the food you're looking for. You know, you're looking for uh, certain meat, and, and the media has told you the last couple of weeks that there's going to be a meat shortage, and so you've gone, and everybody else has got the frozen chicken breast, and you're left with thighs, man. You like the white meat, not the, not the dark meat. I don't know. You know, Derek did a thing here recently and with uh, the youth and, and the brackets, and they learned that Chick-fil-A is the number one fast food place, according to people that took his survey. I agree with him. I'd say let's all go there today, but it's Sunday, and so they're closed. What about this one? The governor's speech from last Wednesday night. Were you happy? Did it just put tears of joy in you? And I'm not here to bash our government, but I'm here to tell you that when I watched it Wednesday night, I was looking forward to being able to meet with you again in a week. And I was extremely angry. I was frustrated. I was hurt. Now, I want you to hear me out today. I'm not saying, man, we need to meet, and who cares about the health of our our world? That's not what I'm saying. We want the health for you. We want health for everybody. We want to make sure that we're not putting people at risk. But at the same time, we want people to have that option to have service if they would like. Right now, we're allowed to have 10 uh, max meetings. So we'd have to do 15 to 20 services to hit everybody. That's just not realistic uh, for us. And part of it is your fault because I know that if we gathered and we said, you got to be out of here in a half an hour, all you're going to want to hang out and socialize, including me. So it's not going to work very well. So we're figuring that out. How about this one? The end of one of my favorite movies, The End of Inception. Did that make you mad? That made me mad. You know, my wife got super angry because she did not realize, you know, she, she wants like closure. And if, uh, you know, just a spoiler alert, at the end of Inception, uh, you don't know what happened. You don't know, was, did something bad happen? Was it good? Did, was it a dream? Was it a reality? And we just don't know. Uh, what, about, what about this coronavirus? How many of you are angry at coronavirus? If you're not, are you human? Like, I'm mad about it. You know, we've heard that maybe it came from a bat and all that. I don't know, but I'm angry that it exists. I'm tired of it. I'm frustrated with it. How about your favorite TV show getting canceled? We all have those TV shows that we love. You know, one of my favorite ones was The Mole. Uh, It was a 
reality show about espionage and there was one person that was the mole that they went in and tried to, you know, get rid of all the good players and all of this and they got money and then somebody would win a million dollars. I loved it and they, they took it out. Are you angry about that? What is it? What did I miss? What is it that you're angry about? Just, just in the comments, man, vent this morning. You have freedom to vent. Now, keep it, you know, realistic. Don't get crass this morning. We're not here to bash politicians. We're not here to bash people. But what is it that you're angry about? And I just want you to write in the comments. Just, just what is it? What is it that makes you angry? You know, what's interesting is I've been planning on speaking about anger for probably over a good couple weeks here. And uh, my anger soared after Wednesday's announcement. In fact, here's what I want to ask you uh, and just share with you a little bit of our church plan. And then I'm going to go back into the message here. Our church plan as of right now is we don't know, and, and so we don't know until May 20th, this week, by May 20th, the governor said he will come back on and announce what the plan is for businesses of more than 10 people and churches as well. And so uh, when you see that come on out, uh, we'll make sure to make note of it. We'll update it on the website and Facebook, but please uh, pay attention to that. Again... It was one of those things where it was like, I'm preaching on anger, now I have an opportunity because I am angry about it. How do I respond? What do I do? And so today, here's what I want to do. I want to offer you a thought, a biblical thought, that maybe you've actually never heard preached in the church. I never have. And so this is not a typical way of thinking when it comes to anger. Now we're in this series, and it's called It's Better With... Ketchup! That's right. Ketchup, alright? We looked at all these different condiments last week, and... Uh, Ketchup. It's better with ketchup. Now, now we looked at last week how, you know, what we are is we are the ketchup or the salt of the earth and we spread that out. Well, here's what I want to say. I also believe not only are we to display kindness, but we're also, if we're the ketchup bottle, what comes out of us is important. And I believe inside of all of us, there's anger. And, and here's what I want you to catch though this morning. If we are to, you know, let what's on the inside come out... What do we do with the anger part? Do we just spray it? Do we share it? What, what do we do with the anger? Or do we ignore it? And so I want to look at a biblical perspective that if you've got a bunch of stuff bottled up in you right now, a bunch of anger, I want to present to you a biblical proposal this morning that hopefully uh, will change the way you look at anger and the importance of anger. So stay with me, alright? Don't, don't tune me out this morning. Stay with me. Um, we're not going to be long. I just want to give you something that hopefully will be life transformational for you even while you're in your PJs. At least, well, hopefully you're in your PJs. Anyway, you're at home. You can do whatever you want. Alright, so, here's the deal. Anger is a God-given emotion. Come on, somebody put amen in the, in the comments there. It's okay to be angry. Well, no, it's not, Pastor Chris. Anger is a sin. No, it's not a sin. We're all called to have anger. Oh, I don't know. I grew up in this church or that church and it said, you can't be angry, otherwise you're the devil. Okay, now let me just say this. I got Bethany and Derek just cracking up right now, by the way. I wish you could see it. Okay, I'm not trying to make fun of any of you. That's just my whatever accent I'm going through right now. Anger is given to us by God. In fact, Jesus demonstrated anger. He got so ticked off at people, the Pharisees that were interchanging money, people that were interchanging money. Look at this, John chapter 2. It says, In the temple courts, he, meaning Jesus, found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and others sitting at tables exchanging money. 
so he was just really nice to them and she displayed kindness out of his ketchup bottle. No, read on, verse 15. So he made a whip out of cords. Come on, Jesus, where are you today? And drove all from the temple courts, both sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. I mean, come on. Jesus was angry. He was upset. Now, did he have reason to be angry? Yes, he did. Was he angered and yet did not sin? Yes, he did. And so Jesus had a right to be angry. We don't always have a right to be angry. Sometimes we justify our anger by thinking we have a right to be angry. You see, anger often has a root to it, okay? Um, you know, you think of, the, think of the ketchup bottle and the anger that's inside that comes out. Well, if you think of child abuse for a moment, and domestic situations right now are on the rise, uh, you know, calls have gone up, all of that. And, and what happens to that anger inside is a lot of it's bottled up from things of the past. In fact, 85% of all people that abuse today, like physical abuse, somebody, were abused themselves. Almost all of them. Why? Because they didn't know how to deal with it. They, di- they didn't deal with it in a proper way, in a healthy way. Okay? Where there's a fruit of anger that you see in your life, oftentimes there's a root of, of something that you need to find out. You need to figure out. Now, I, I heard Joyce Meyer once say this, and I love this quote. I'm stealing it from her today. She said, If you want the great and mighty things of God, the things that He has for you, you must get to the root of anger and deal with it. Here's what it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. We demolish all arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Okay? What are the things, the roots that you need to look at and forgive and offer forgiveness so that you're displaying out of this, out of your vessel, the things that God has called? Now, here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying, well, I've got to get rid of all my anger. Pastor Chris said anger is you know, a sin issue. No, it's not. Anger is very important. And it's a huge part of today. If you haven't been angry about something in the last two months... You're not human. Honestly, you're trying to pretend. I love when people come in for premarital counseling, which I haven't had in a while now, and they come in and and I say, tell me about your biggest fight. And the ones that I get concerned with the most aren't the ones that fight. It's the ones that don't. Oh, we're fine. We never fight. (laughs) I just laugh because one of you is suppressing stuff and you're just... You're people pleasing your other spouse because you don't want to get in an argument or a fight because you think anger is bad. Anger is a good emotion when it's not used in a sinful way. It's God-given, okay? Anger is it's, it's sometimes rooted in our past. Yes, that happens. Sometimes we can't even see why we're angry, but somebody else can. In fact, they even tell you about it, and we're too angry to see it, all right? If somebody else you know, says you got a tail, you might want to turn around and look, okay? I'm just saying, all right? But realize this. If you're going, man, I've got root issues that I've got to deal with, it's not a character flaw to talk to a counselor about it. It's not. You know, I talk to a counselor on occasion. That's okay. It's not a character flaw. In fact, I think it's a character flaw for us to think we don't need to talk to somebody about the issues that we go through. You know, there, there's probably people in your life right now that are like, I wish I could tell him or her that they're dealing with this, but maybe they're afraid because they know you're going to respond out of anger in a sinful way or a uh, vengeful way. Just think about it for a moment. See, here's the deal. What follows after anger can be sinful. What follows after anger can be sinful. 
It's not the anger itself. We look at Jesus. He overturned the tables. He was the one that got them out of there because they were destroying the temple of God. That had justification and it was Jesus. Now here's what it says in second, excuse me, in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 26 and 27. The apostle Paul writes this. Be angry and do not sin. Okay, hold up there. This is what some of you need to do right now. Some of you in the comment section, you need to write that again for you right now and declare it. I can be angry, but not sin. It's okay to be angry. The Bible gives you permission to be ticked off. Did you see that? Write it in that comment section right now. Do not let the sun go down on your, on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. You see, these verses right here never say, don't get angry. Or, if you ever get angry, what does it say? It says, rather, when you are angry. In other words, God knows that you and I are going to have moments in our life where we're upset. That's okay. Next is this. So stop ignoring your anger and accept it. (gasps) Oh, Pastor Chris, I don't know if I can do that. Well, the Bible tells us to be okay with the anger. There's a reason you're angry, okay? Stop trying to get rid of it. You know, God, forgive me. i got to get rid of my anger. I can't have that anger. No, it's God, forgive me for thinking that if I had anger, you would love me more. That's where we got to get to. God has called us to have these emotions. It's okay. Your anger is trying to tell you something about you. Learn from it. Let the Holy Spirit lead you in it. Perhaps, you know, it's injustice that you're angry about. Or maybe it's a righteous anger like we saw Jesus. Maybe it's a mixed bag. You have to allow the Holy Spirit to show you. Here's what it says in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 32. It says, He who is slow to anger, slow to anger, is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. Now the context of this verse, now it says, He who is slow to anger, not one who will never show or display anger. In other words, be angry, but don't sin. The context here is actually kings that would make such rash decisions that they would be so mad and want to show their authority because something didn't go their way that they would just start killing people. And sometimes it was their, their own family. Sometimes it was, you know, uh, their, own, their own sons, their own daughters. Sometimes it was their best of friends just to show how they could use their anger. Now, yeah, that's sinful, of course. That's what we're not supposed to do. And God has given every single one of us a mind, a soul, and a heart. And so we talk a lot about the mind. We talk a lot about uh, the heart. We don't talk a lot about, you know, the soul. And that's like, what's our emotional intelligence? You know, we have the IQ, which is our mind, but then we have the EQ. And there's both that are very important. The IQ rates your intelligence, you know, of your mind. How smart are you? But then there's this thing called your EQ, which is very important. And in fact, people are looking and studying this more today, is how you respond when you go through various emotions. In fact, I'll put this up right now for you. Um, Here's a link uh, at globalleadershipfoundation.com. You can go and take an EQ test for free if you'd like to see where you're at with this. Where, Where are you at? Are you emotionally stable? Are you doing okay? It's been a rough couple months. So I would recommend all of us to take this, including me, just to go, where am I at? How am I handling this? Listen, you gotta embrace your anger. Stop trying to run from it. Embrace it. There's a reason you have it, okay? Don't say, why well, I, I should never be angry. i got to just be happy all the time. No, come on, man. How, how you deal with your anger 
reveals and actually will show your insecurities as a human being. I, I don't always do well with it, you know? You know, off camera, prior to service, a lot of times, man, we're running around, you're crazy, we're praying, we're trying to keep our heads on, we're, you know, we're trying to be televangelists, and we're not, we're people, people, we want to be hanging with you, okay? And, and I'm looking at this and I'm going, I get angry. And, and there's sometimes it's going, I'm preaching on anger, I need to make sure I'm dealing with this right. I haven't dealt with it right perfectly this week, I'll be very honest, I'll confess my sins to you globally here right now. However... Because I get angry, I have a few friends that I vent to. I will call them up and I'll be like, Dude, I'm so ticked about... And I'll fill in the blank. And they'll usually correct me. But they're like, hey. And sometimes they'll be like, I'd be angry too. And so we pray it through. Embrace anger. Stop trying to get rid of it as if it's a sin. Anger is not a sin. What you do with it is what can become the sin. I have... uh, You know, there's been a few times where... I'll get really upset and sometimes it'll be a, a governing official. Sometimes it'll be, you know, uh, somebody in my family. Sometimes, you know, sometimes between Heather and I, you know. And, and, and I'll start writing out a text or writing out an email or, or writing a letter because I'm so mad. You know, I'm just angry. And then what I'll do is I'll give it a day to think about it. And, and I'll come back to it the next day. And usually, usually, probably 95% of the time when I look at it, I'm like, Chris, you're just being an idiot. Like, just delete that. Don't send that. Okay? And that's what I think we have to do, is we have to embrace the anger. I'm not saying I shouldn't have been angry, but now how do I deal with it? Am I going to get punchy, or am I going to forgive and move on? How you deal with it becomes how it's displayed to others. I'm going to close with just a few thoughts here this morning, and then we'll bring Pastor Derek up here in just a moment. Learn to position your anger. Here's what I mean by that. We talked about kindness last week. We're talking about anger today. Next week we're talking about my favorite emotion of all times. And we'll, we'll, you'll have to be back next week for that. You know, I know it's Memorial Day weekend. Uh, so join us from 10.30. If you're not there, if you're out fishing or whatever, I hate you. Uh, no, I love you. But I'm mad at you. But I forgive you. No. Um, jo- let me come join you in your boat. No. Watch whenever then. Make sure you watch. Because I'm talking about my favorite emotion next week. And next week, you're going to need for your soul. The world's watching you, though. Okay? God knows what's on the inside. You see, I could have disguised this. Maybe this isn't even ketchup in here. What if it's barbecue sauce? What if it's some nasty hot sauce that I put in here? You don't know. You don't know until it comes out. And so, the world is watching you as a Christian, how you handle the anger that's bottled up inside of you. Your testimony of how you display anger to others is vital. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 18. The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Are our words and our display of anger, are they building up or are they tearing down? Now be real. Catch what I'm saying here today. I'm trying to be very blunt with you so you don't miss this. It's not, oh world, I never get angry because I'm a Christian with a capital C. I'm perfect. I, you know, I, I don't get angry. Oh no. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> you, you get angry, you just keep it bottled up. And you are that, you're like, you're like a bottle of soda just waiting to explode. And on the outside, everybody thinks you're all happy. Here's how we know this. Have you ever watched reality TV? And they say in the beginning, oh, I'm a Christian, and I, I, you know, all this. And then you watch their testimony just kind of unfold, or their anger, and they they keep it all in, and eventually the filter comes off and it just blows up. Well, 
we have to realize that anger is going to come out sometime. So make sure it comes out in a biblical way. Anger's okay. It's okay to be mad. You know, rather don't tell the world, I don't ever get angry. Because the world's going to stop listening to you because they're not going to believe you because it's a lie. Rather, I get ticked off. I get PO'd. I get furious. But, but, and here's the last point I want to show you. Deal with it before you display it. Deal with it before you display it to others. How you deal with it before you display it will be the greatest testimony you can show the world when it comes to anger. The world's watching how you handle anger. Okay? Us as Christians, we've got to be real. We've got to be real. Okay? People's, I call it the BS meter, is really high today in the world. Because they're just watching. And they're watching you and me. How we, are, are we being real? Are we saying, no, we don't get angry. We're happy all the time. It's okay to be frustrated right now. It's okay to be angry. Deal with it in a biblical way. You see, us, the world is going to continue to look to you and me right now during this time because they want to see how you're doing. As I close, I'm going to invite up uh, Pastor Derek here. Um, we're going to put up the phone number for you here for just a moment. And it's, this is the number that we want you to text. Because the only way to display anger biblically is by knowing Jesus as Savior. If today you want to make Him known, just text yes, we want to pray with you. And that's just by telling them, God, I'm sorry for not living for you. And maybe you're going, today's the day I need to reconnect with Him. In fact, I would go as far to say, until we have Jesus, this is empty. And He fills us with everything that we need to sustain us in this world today. Let me pray with you and then I'm going to invite Derek up for a quickle. A, a quickle. That's a new, a new word. A quickle. A quickle. A, a couple of quick announcements. A quickle. I made a new word. God, I just thank you for every person that's watching right now. I just pray for them. Lord, if there's anyone that's hearing my voice, would they not turn this off until they say yes to you? God, if there's some that have grown up with guilt and shame because of anger and they've been told not to be angry, Lord, would you just offer them grace today and show them and display your kindness to them? Be with us, Lord, during this time. May every single person that's a part of this church and this community know I love them, that we're there for them, even if we're not there physically right now. Be with every single person today, every family member, no matter the age. Love on them today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, don't go anywhere. Pastor Derek has some very It's your favorite person. It's your favorite so, person. Here we go. Can we just, can you just like, whoa, I am getting loud here. I'm going to back up. Now I'm like super short. Uh, guys, can you just comment in the comment section? Just like, it, maybe it's just like a high five virtually. Like, we have an amazing pastor who just keeps it real every single Sunday. And I'm just so encouraged by him. So if you have some love for Pastor Chris, make sure you drop that in the comments right now. But Bridge Church, I just want to say welcome. Um, I know we have some people here who are joining for the very first time. We have some people who have been here longer than I have been here. And wherever you're at today, I just want to say thanks for coming to check this out. I know virtual stuff is crazy right now, but thank you for being a part of our Bridge Church family. We have a virtual connect card that we fill out. We're going to try and drop that in the comments now. Otherwise, it will be available in the comments at the end of this stream. Please be sure to fill that out. If you are a first-time guest, make sure you go on there and fill it out. We'll send you a gift for saying thank you to come check us out. If you've been here for a 
while and you just need some prayer. Maybe God's doing something in your life. Maybe you have some ideas for our church. Maybe you just want to connect with one of us pastors. Please fill one of those connect cards out because we want to be there for you. We might not be able to be together as a church, but we're not going to stop being the church. So make sure you fill out that connect card. Secondly, we are really, really excited about this thing we're going to be doing this upcoming week. I cannot draw. I am a terrible artist, but I've gotten really good at drawing chalk stick figures in my driveway with my son. And so we're going to decorate the Bridge Church parking lot this week. You can come by any day of the week, any time of the day. Um, might not want to do it at night because the cops might show up and it might be one of those type of things. But if you live on, want to live on the wild side, by all means come. Uh, but here's what we're going to do. We are going to challenge you and your family to make your best drawing. The only criteria we're going to ask is that it's appropriate. Beyond that, you can do whatever you want to do. So make sure you come and, and, and draw whatever you want to draw. And then later on this week, we're going to have a team of people come walk through the thing. And whichever drawing the judges like the best, you're going to get some free drinks at Healthy Hangout. Heather Brazell is just an amazing person. She wants to hook us up with some, some great drinks. So... Be sure to come from May 17th to the 23rd to draw your stick figures. It's going to be awesome. Um, and I promise you, if you're like, well, half Derek, I can't draw. I challenge you to be worse than I am because it takes a lot, alright? So make sure you come and do that. And lastly, um, we just wanted to just say thank you. We say thank you a lot, but here is what's absolutely crazy. We are in the midst of a global pandemic. We are in the midst of some of the highest unemployment rates that we have seen in the country since 2008 and maybe even more than that. But here's what's so cool. You guys are still faithful. You're still tithing. You're still giving unto God. And here's what's awesome about that. Not only do we appreciate this as a church, but people are being affected every single day. God is moving in the lives of our community and beyond these doors because of what you guys are doing in your generosity. So on behalf of everyone that you might not even meet that is a beneficiary of your generosity, I want to say thank you because we cannot do it without you. So there's, there's three ways to give. You can come by the church or we have a mailbox that's secured. You can drop in a check or cash in that and we'll collect later this week. You can give online or through texting. Just go to our website or you can d- send us a direct message on Facebook if you're watching. We'll hook you up there. And then also you can just, there's texting, there's online and there's the mail. You pray with me and then we're going to send you off on your day. God, I thank you so much for who you are. I thank you so much for what you're doing in the lives of the Bridge Church and beyond, God. Would you take the offering? Would you take the prayer request? Would you take all the emotions that we feel, both now and in this week to come, God, and we give it to you. We choose to draw closer to you in this time because we know that you're going to carry us through and be there for us when we need you most, God. So would you be with us? Would you take the offering? Would you take everything this week, God? Use it for your goodness and for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We love all of you. Have a great Sunday. If you need anything, reach out. Otherwise, we will see you next Sunday. Bye-bye, everybody. This has been a podcast of The Bridge Church. Have a great week. Stop in Sunday sometime and visit. If you would like to give, you can do so online at sfbridge.org. Have a great week.